0: It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour. I'm Ed Huglin, your host for this evening. With me today again, and with a pleasure to have her back is Dr. Li min Today, we're gonna continue our dialogue and discussions on China's unrestricted warfare, with a focus though on chapter six, which is seeking rules of victory. To me, this chapter speaks to the current battle taking place in Israel. So we're gonna speak to this chapter in unrestricted warfare with Dr. Yen and how it applies to what's going on in Israel as we see Hamas terrorists apply unrestricted warfare in the slaughter, slaughter of innocent civilians. As we speak to the strategy used in cognitive warfare, aka unrestricted warfare in China's terms, we see it used in various ways, ideology, religion, and issues. In this case, Hamas is using all three. Ideology, they're socialist and communist. Religion, they're using radical Islam. And the issues, they're using the Palestinian state as the whole issue there. So they're using all different ways. In this case, we have to be aware of the broader context that we see these false idols of socialism and communism being used to paint Hamas as liberators. They are not. They are terrorists. They are animals. When we see the use of radical Islam to justify the slaughter, the rape, the murder, of women, children, elderly, and innocents. Then we have to pay pause for a second, take pause for a second, and take a look at what's really going on. We see the issues of the so-called subjugation and intolerance of Israel used to advance a false narrative to drive emotional support for those in the West Bank, from Saudi Arabia, from Qatar, and the Arab world. Despite the fact that for centuries, The Arab world has dismissed the Palestinians themselves. It is, in fact, a perfect example of the principles of unrestricted warfare in what we see right now happening in Israel. Americans must understand these same principles are being applied in, as noted in chapter six, unsurprising and surprising ways. And I'll go into that with Dr. Yen in a minute. But this assault against America and Israel is not just by... The Hamas. They're in collusion with China, with Russia, Iran, and others, to include nefarious domestic enemies in our own country. Those enemies seek to subvert, subjugate, and destroy America. If it's not clear to you, our listeners, you need, when you see the adversaries chant death to America, not only overseas, but when you see them chant death to America in the streets of New York City, in Michigan, in other locations such as Harvard University, then hopefully that starts to wake you up. Before I bring in Dr. Yan, let's remind our listeners of why this topic is so critical to pay attention to, and why China is such a threat to our NASA security, far more than our leadership is aware, as they've built a network of allies to advance unrestricted warfare, as defined in the overall book, but also in chapter six by taking surprise moves and non-surprise moves by themselves and with their allies. Each week, our listeners join us to discuss very strategic perspective analysis and assessments on the ongoing cognitive war. I've detailed the background, the definition of this war, the underlying theory, and other aspects of it in my book, The Cognitive War, Why We Are Losing and How We Can Win. We can get insights about what Dr. Yen and I are talking about here today. The Hamas attacks on Israel supported by Russia and China are, in my opinion, exemplars of application of unrestricted warfare, targeted warfare. It is a clear warning and call for preparation here in the United States. Why? Because we all understand that now, within our own open borders, the Manchurian President Biden has allowed similar terrorist elements and foreign adversaries in through an open door with free movement across the United States. So today, today, Dr. Yen and I are going to discuss and focus on Israel and part two of unrestricted warfare, chapter six. We'll discuss the following three key areas. Is Hamas applying China's unrestricted warfare in its attacks against Israel? Two, how are China and Hamas using the tactics of unrestricted warfare? And three, are Biden, Xi, and Putin purposefully applying the theory of using surprising moves and unsurprising moves to drive multiple fronts against the U.S., and if so, why? Now, many of you are familiar with Dr. Li Minyan, but just to give you a little background for new listeners who are not, she's a medical doctor, PhD viro- virologist. I always have a tr- problem saying that. <laughs> uh, but she's a virologist and independent coronavirus expert. He has an exceptional education at the top two medical schools in China, South Medical University and Central South University. He was also a postdoctoral fellow in the School of Public Health at the University of Hong Kong. He has a weekly broadcast on Saturday and Sundays, 4 p.m. Eastern on here in the America Outloud.news network called The Voice of Dr. Yen, which I also regularly join her on. You must listen to her show you will bring you a unique perspective, you're not going to get anywhere else about what's going on in the world from a perspective of China and understanding how China operates. Welcome Dr. Yen, glad to have you back. Let's start with the first area. Is Hamas applying China's unrestricted warfare in its attacks against Israel? What's what's your perspective?
1: Hi, Edward. Thank you. So first, yes, 100% for sure. Hamas learned from Chinese Communist Party, and they also combine it with their own culture and their own tactics. So that's why this time when Hamas launched the attack, the invasion, the war against Israel, Israel has no aware of that. Previously, Israel has a lot of experience against Hamas, right, and this kind of terrorist Always these terrorists want to destroy Israel, but it never caused such big damage, especially the intelligence failure. Why? Compare it to what happened three years ago, the pandemic. You will know once, when Chinese Communist Party dominantly involved and use their own special unrestricted warfare tactics, then the West suddenly become deaf and blind. It's because this is totally different from your culture and it's full range um, tactics. I mean, not only like what we see from that book, Unrestricted Warfare, that book written by the 2PLA kernels, is just a kind of very brief introduction. It can be published in China, all over the world, because CCP, C- doesn't care people know they are going to use these tactics, but they know you don't understand how they apply that. And we also learned a lot from our sources once again, and uh, I mean, one, uh, one uh, every time, um, one by one, because when we see something happen, then our intelligence or information from our source in CCP will tell us that's because of what kind of things China has done. So then we understand, oh, this is that kind of application. So little by little, we accumulate more uh, knowledge in this field. So it's very cunning, sophisticated, and we can explain it little by little uh, according to the situation.
0: So when we take a look at the surprising and unsurprising moves, and you talk about the tactics that, that are being used here in unrestricted warfare, you know, it's it's interesting as, as uh, we've discussed in other forums about how Hamas was able to not be detected in this whole endeavor, even though they had a mock-up village, even though they've been bringing missiles in for a long time. And so why don't you give us a little background of your understanding of, of how China, I mean, how China aided that potentially, and also how Hamas, from your perspective, you think was able to get those missiles into into uh, the the occupied, the, uh, the Gaza Strip. Yes, sir, so there are many ways they can do
1: it. And these ways can avoid the detection surveillance from Israel and US and other your allies because, on one hand, you know as we always talk about unrestricted warfare, they need to understand the enemy first. So you are their enemy. So they have infiltrated into your government, the military, IC agencies, they understand how you arrange this kind of detective uh, equipment, how you analyze your uh, information and how you handle it. So they know the weakness. And so when, especially when Israel, they focus on the, maybe the high-level uh, that kind of uh, detective technology, and also they they can maybe focus on bugging the encrypted uh, communication by those uh among those terrorists, right? And also they are looking at whether there are some uh whole sh- uh whole missiles tra- uh, shipped to Gaza Strip or somewhere else. You miss something that China teach them, teach the terrorist. Uh, First, how to use the new type novel encrypted language. They call it, they have a special name, according to our source. They call it invisible language system. So this kind of invisible language system is, China has spent decades of decades. Uh, I mean, they have the very top linguistic expert. They developed this kind of, uh rare language system like for example maybe this is a minority language in somewhere in uh, Lebanon or that is somewhere in maybe a island an island on the Pacific Ocean and then they will mix some language and they make it so in this way you you even don't have people understand the original language so it's impossible for you to understand the message delivered by those language. And uh, so they have developed the very mature protocols and this was done by, conducted by the international liaison that is what we call clandestine communist organizations in the darkness. And then they, like for example, our source show, they train these Hamas people and they train the terrorists from all over the world in China to learn how to, develop and use such language. So even they talk in front of you, you saw they're talking about dinner. And uh, another interesting thing is, if you look at the, what happened in May this year, Iran delegation on behalf of Khamenei from their top government council, expeditionary uh, Dis- uh, Dis- uh, Dis- uh, Disc- uh, discernment council. They have yes. visited China, meet international, the Asian head, and also to visit Beijing language uh, and also culture university, as well as the other language experts in Beijing. So this actually, just from the open source, if you understand CCP's tactics, you should identify that the significant meaning behind it. That means Iran delegation is uh, is working with China for this kind of invisible language system and other operation, of course. And also, they, uh, as we talked before, China knows how previously the uh, Soviet Union failed against America. They have studied it. And for example, in Cuba, that nuclear missile crisis, why U.S. detected the missile? Because it ships the whole missile. And, uh, it's like now you can detect the fentanyl if they want to ship drugs here. But if you separate it into parts and the materials and the reassemble it in you inside U.S. or in Gaza Strip, and these materials even can be something for the they may use. For example, the very simple rocket missile can be done by some, like even four uh, sugar cotton. This kind of things and give some chemical reaction. It doesn't need to be efficient, but they can make a mod and avoid your detection. So these kind of tactics are well applied and shown it works in the this time, especially this time in Gaza. So definitely China will apply it against the US. And these are just some simple examples.
0: So it's really interesting because what you're highlighting here is something that we've discussed many times, and that I read about in the book, is that a lot of this information is available in open source, through open sources, if you're willing to open your eyes, if you're willing to understand what's going on. So China and and Russia, and even the, the Mexican cartels, you know, they have infiltrated the United States, they have shipped a number of things to the United States, the illegal bioweapons lab in California, The cartels with China have shipped fentanyl all over the United States. And so the point here for the audience is is that this unrestricted warfare is also being staged and set up here in the United States concurrently with what they're doing in Israel. But there's a level of deception here that I'd like to get Dr. Yan's opinion on as well. Because when you take a look at Israel and China, China is uh, supposedly Israel's second largest trading partner. Right. Much like they've gained a big foothold here in the United States as a trading partner with the United States. And for what? For critical supplies and different critical areas. OK. And so it's very interesting that not only did they do that, but then at the same time, China and Russia have built their relations with Iran, extended relations with Saudi Arabia, Qatar and other folks. And what we see here interesting is when this whole event took place. Even though Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, had just finished talking about peace with the Arab countries at the United Nations. The day after this attack, who were the first two countries that came out that applauded this effort? It was Qatar and Saudi Arabia. The point there is it's the surprising and the unsurprising. They, fortunately for us, lit their guard down and acknowledged that they're fully in support of Hamas. So we all know that the whole peace deal is a complete farce. So when we come back with Dr. Yen, we're going to talk about that level of deception and, and what she thinks about China's deception and using these not only the economic partnerships, but also these so-called peace deals that they have with us. Be, be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We must all do our part and share the stories, the articles, podcasts and our videos so, we can help secure America's future. We'll be right back.
2: How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with CoFix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID, anyhow? CoFix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. CoFix RX is already famous. For a powerful virus hostile nasal solution and now we have a throat spray too. crush those nasty germs before they become a problem with known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine xylitol and vitamin d3 you can feel a little safer for a limited time when you add the new cofix rx throat spray to your order you'll receive 25 percent off the entire purchase just click the cofix rx banner on the america out loud website or store be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfolger.com forward slash outloud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with
3: promo code
2: OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for
3: anything. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company Discussed the harmful effects of spike protein in your body and now they found the solution the miracle enzyme Natokinase. their spike support formula contains natto the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body what's more spike support is optimized with other all-natural non-gmo ingredients like dandelion root to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order.
0: Welcome back to the Mass Security Hour. I'm ahead Huglin, your host this evening, and on with me again today this evening is Dr. Li Min-Yen. It's always a pleasure to have her on because she has a phenomenal network of sources within China and has phenomenal partners like Lewd Media to help to get the word out and actually counter and move on a proactive basis to cause G and other adversaries to react to us. As we left the last segment, I was talking about China leveraging not only the peace agreements and also economics, as means to deceive as a undercut and subvert within. Dr. Yen, what are your thoughts on that?
1: So uh first of all, let's talk about uh the economic thing. Israel thought China is their good partner and China needs their technology and China rely on trading. And China is uh, such a friendly uh country with Israel, right? However, on the same at the same time, China established a lot of strong relationship with uh, arabic countries especially those uh, uh, israel's enemies like iran syria like this but israel seems ignored that because china always claim oh we want peace it doesn't mean our friend's enemy should be our enemy we want to make everyone friendly uh, to each other oh we are good meditator uh, uh, me me uh, no, not meditator sorry me mediator to help yes. conduct this kind of peaceful relationship. So this kind of fancy words uh, exactly are propaganda and strategic deception. So one thing is they make Israel, and of course US and the Europeans, those countries, thought China won't do anything bad to them. How could China do it? Because we are the economic partners, right? Benefit to two sides. China always say win-win, right? But they didn't understand when China say win-win, CCP means they win twice, you lose twice, and uh,
0: exactly, exactly,
1: they are establishing this kind of uh, relationship with your enemy to do the harmful things against you in the darkness. And uh, what they tell you is just to uh, reduce your vigilance. So the same thing happened. You see, when the Israel What happened? We see some reports that many terrorists, Hamas terrorists, they killed people in Israel. They came inside Israel for jobs several months or several years before. And Israel thought, we provide you the opportunity to make money. You should work well. And also Hamas show they want to be a peaceful organization for at least 18 months. Remember, the same thing is happening in the United States. As I said from the beginning, our intelligence and also our own analysis show that you, uh, the media, mainstream media, is used by CCP to promote the uh, political correctness for those Chinese military age people cross the border. They always say these people are persecuted in China. They came to US to pursue freedom and make more money because economic in China is going down. Those people, once China gives the instruction, they will turn to be like those terrorists. Especially those military trained people. They are the operators. We have identified some of them with clear connection and evidence that they are working for people's liberation armies. They were trained, they have the special tasks. However, these people can openly communicate on social media to each other. They can gather, they can immediately get CCPs, uh well, yeah. CCP's control and uh, years help in the United States to help them get working visa, asylum uh, status, and that they work for Uber. Especially they like to work as an Uber driver, truck driver, and they like to travel around. They claim they want to enjoy the views in the United States and also they will infiltrate everywhere, stay there, work with people around, and you just don't know when the timing bulb will born.
0: Exactly. And this is what's so important for our listeners to understand is this is purposeful invasion, purposeful subversion by saboteurs and insurrectionists. And the level of strategic deception and the level of naivete here in the United States are both astounding, because when you take a look at how Hamas entered into Israel— Okay, they had mock villages, they practiced different things, they didn't use electronic means. So they had a variety of different inside sources, I think, like Dr. Lehman Young has said, that they understood how the US Intelligence and Department of Defense operated. So they just bypassed all those different facets. But they did it, and if we were paying attention from the open source information and had mapped the information environment properly... We would have been able to set the appropriate tripwires and such. But this is where, from my perspective, we become too complacent and too uh, much hubris in the belief that we have these wonderful systems and that our technologies can all ensure and our military can all ensure our safety. What we're seeing here with COVID and with this incident, neither is the case. Both cases show that no matter how big our military was, or how good our intelligence was, for both Israel and the United States. Israel had thousands slaughtered. The U.S. had a million people slaughtered by the uh, China flu and COVID. So the strategic deception is key. When we take a look at China right now, for instance, they're proposing three ideas to resolve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Okay. The first one is China has proposed as a prerequisite to finding peace that the authority of the Palestinian nation be enhanced. So here the Palestinians have elected Hamas, okay, over the last several years to serve as their leaders. Now China is saying we should enhance their authorities. Second, China proposed that the Palestinian factions should be supported by a greater unity. Well, what's that mean? It means just like they do in the CCP. Everybody needs to fall in line and follow the dictator. And three, China calls for the resumption of what? Two-state solution. Well, the two-state solution, in my opinion, I want to get Dr. Yen's opinion on this, is in itself a strategic deception that has been going on for decades because the Arab countries who support Hamas and Iran, it's a ruse to continue to then build their power and their Israel and, the, and both the West Bank and Gaza Strip. Dr. Yan, what's your your opinion on that level of deception that they're using in these peace processes?
1: So This is what we talk about. In the unrestricted warfare, you need to establish the just needs. This is the just needs. China proposed these things to tell people, say, we want to help the uh, Pakistan people, we want to help Hamas, we want to help Israel, we want to help everyone and say this is our proposal. And if we look at what between Russia and Ukraine? The China also said we want to be the uh intermediate part to help you to make the peaceful deal. However, this is like I mean like two sides fighting, and then finally the one get benefits is just one side, and China just pretend to be a justice uh coach or justice helper. I mean this is totally the lie. So. China creates this because this is part of their strategy. They offer you this kind of deals. Also, it's very unfair. It's, it erodes the freedom of Israel and also like between Russia and the Ukraine, it the, uh the freedom of Ukraine, right? However,
0: yes.
1: China has their own propaganda machine and propaganda network. So together with the propaganda, they could just amplify the good side of the peaceful deal. So they always use this to attract people uh, around them and to convince people that they are the justice side. And this is very powerful because little by little, when people don't really understand the meaning, not look deep inside this deals or the situation or history, then especially young generations, it's easy to be influenced by them and brainwashed. So that will create the anti-West, anti-democratic countries, uh, this kind of culture. So that's why now you see when the Israel get e- invaded, when Israel people are killed, even kids are beheaded, but there are so many people around the world said, oh, we should do something for Palestine, for Hamas, and Israel even deserve that. I mean, this is totally anti-human, but most of them are influenced for long term by this kind of intensive propaganda. So if, as as we talked about, and especially when you said in your book, that if you only reactively follow their, steps, China will lead you into a big, big trap. So the only thing you want uh, win this war, get hold your freedom is you have to actively fight against them. So that's why they cannot make the huge influence before you can do anything. And they, they want to suppress you,
0: actually. No, well, exactly right. And, and so for the audience, we you know we're, we're talking about how China and Hamas Using the tactics of unrestricted warfare here. And as Dr. Yen's point out here, the strategic deception is phenomenal. And but it goes to the heart of showing again, in terms of the definition I use for cognitive warfare, that they use different ways. They use ideology, religion, and issues. Well, let's take a look at the religion aspects here. In China, the Uyghur population is being attacked and there's genocide okay, against the Muslim Uyghur population in China genocide but at the same time the Arab nations are supporting and Hamas is supporting and working with China so why is that are they truly are they truly Islamic and believe in Islam? The answer is no they use religion however best it is to then capture and keep power and gain power. That's why it, uh, China can go out and make themselves look like peacekeepers, and, and and promote that false narrative, while at the same time they're harvesting organs from live people in China, including Uyghurs and others, and then also committing genocide. And so it's it's amazing how people fall for this. Now the other aspect that Dr. Yen's highlighting that's critical for the audience to understand here is. You know, this level of propaganda and false narrative has a significant positive impact for their efforts. And how do we know that? Well, if you take a look just across the United States, like I mentioned up front, Harvard University and the Harvard University and Michigan and New York City, you have mass demonstrations and also around the world in support of who? Hamas in Palestine. It's as if people forget and don't don't realize this is Nazi fascism. This is complete animals and slaughter of people. But they they are so brainwashed by the propaganda that they buy into this stuff. And that's where you see, even in the United States, you have four members of Congress. We call the squad who are now urging Israel to exercise restraint, exercise restraint, after they had number of women and children slaughtered in the streets okay so this shows you how effective the propaganda machine can be and and dr young from your own experience and you know and you saw this same thing in terms of how effective that propaganda was used under COVID. what were your thoughts on this effort so first i will
1: tell those people who Support this kind of crimes, Hamas crimes, these terrorist crimes, you should know that you are also their targets. There is no difference unless you are part of the terrorists, and they also kill each other. Because this happened inside China, inside CCP. And also, these terrorists, they don't mind whether you want peace to them. They just want to remove you, eradicate you, and occupy everything you have. I mean, the best example, I mean, it's so sad. It's a... Gaza Music Festival that is for peace. People go from all over the world singing, dancing for peace, for love. And then what happened? Brutally, they were killed, hurt, and kidnapped. And this is something, I mean, it's really an ironic lesson, I think, for some people who are very naive. And uh, on the other hand, uh, when we talk about all these things happened, we should know that civilian war is a very important concept in unrestricted warfare, especially in the chapter six, we want to discuss in this episode. They clearly mention why it can be surprise war, because it beyond your imagination of the war between militaries, except for military, whatever you can use, So civilian war is a very evil but efficient tool for them because you cannot distinguish your target and the propaganda will give you pressure as how those... like the Hamas leaders and also other uh, Arabic countries which support Hamas this time, they said they call for give the stress to Israel government because Israel government use military now and uh, terrorists claim they are civil uh, civilians and also they put the in yes. civilians as their sh- uh, shield in front uh, between the mid uh, Israel military. So they, they try to use the innocent people to protect themselves and then they condemn you for kill these terrorists.
0: So yes. what's what's really interesting here, and I got to highlight a few phrases in the book itself, because what you're talking about is, is spot on in this chapter six. In chapter six, they write, it seems that the practice of selecting dominant weapons, meaning kinetic weapons, okay, on the basis of the magnitude of destructive power is obsolete. And you see that here in Israel, and you see that happening here in the United States. They're using the civilian populations. Have we not forgotten the Summer of Love? Have we not forgotten Antifa and BLM, and organizations, both BLM, Antifa and stuff, who are supporting Hamas in these endeavors, who are the parts of the ones promoting these types of so-called peace initiatives? They also go on to say, The dominant weapons should be the most effective weapons for accomplishing the goal, which means, as they they go on to say, the area of war has expanded, encompassing the political, the economic, the diplomatic, the cultural, and the psychological spheres, in addition to land, sea, air, space, and electronic spheres. The interactions among all factors have made it difficult for the military sphere to serve as the automatic dominance sphere. But in the United States, we continue to have that one, that one myopic focus, whereas you can see what's happened in Palestine. They've completely overthrown that notion and are using China's unrestricted warfare in here. Dr. Yan, about 30 seconds before we go on the next segment and the break, your thoughts on that?
1: So yeah uh, just continue what we are talking just now Covid scene is an example but people didn't pay enough attention to it because they use common people to spread the virus. So their own citizens without awareness when they take flight all over the world Then the pandemic happened. Then people ask me, always ask me, how could China make their own citizens sick or died uh, uh, for their own bio weapon? Yes, they can check what Hamas has done using the innocent Palestinian uh, people and the Gaza people. It's the same thing. Terrorist people have the same thinking.
0: Exactly, exactly. And we'll come back and talk about the lack of humanity in unrestricted warfare here as we come back from break. But as we go to break here, be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news your daily stop. And also, take a look at all of our shows that we have on AmericaOutloud.news. There's a multiple different level of variety of shows that cover a range of topics. For instance, Dr. Yen and the voice of Dr. Yen. Our NASA Security Hour has a list of phenomenal experts Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. We'll be right back. We
2: are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world.
0: out loud. Welcome back to the NASA Security Hour. As we left the last segment with Dr. Yen, I had mentioned the humanity or lack of humanity that is part of the essence of unrestricted warfare, the cognitive warfare that China and Hamas are carrying out. And Dr. Yen was highlighting this with both in Palestine and the use of civilians, but also within the covid uh, the COVID attack And the COVID biological attack Is they care not what happens To other human beings And we they see Everyone who dies As necessary collateral damage They don't see you as humans They see you as cattle And obstructions or tools To get where they want And so therefore when you saw the peace concert In Israel They didn't care whether they're there For peace or not they were there, and they were now useful tools to slaughter, to send a terror message, a message of terror. Dr. Yan, as we go into this last segment here, let's discuss are Biden, Xi, and Putin purposely applying the theory of using surprising and unsurprising moves to drive multiple fronts against the against the U.S. And, and why? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, Putin and Xi Jinping, they are the same people. Definitely, they want, uh, I mean, they are, they have been already uh, conducted, the, uh, they have already conducted and also still ongoing uh, conducting the unrestricted war uh, tactics against the United States. And uh, uh, when we talk about the U.S., no matter who's the president, that is different even he is too uh, deeply influenced or even corrupted of uh, China so they can control that, but still because of the system, the your government, your um, justice system, and also your uh, legislation system, these are independent. And these are the things you have when the United States established over 200 years ago. So for the dictator countries, a lot of things they can do. Even if they want to copy paste and apply it in the United States, the result is different. So simple. Uh, we can just compare. Uh, use uh, uh, propaganda as a very simple example. So when China and Russia want to uh, spread some propaganda, they can silence all the uh, all the media and the self media. They can arrest anyone. Who talk about something inconsistent or objective the government voice. However, in the United States, even when we saw like COVID-19 during that period, we see uh, YouTube, uh, Google, and Facebook, all these things, even Twitter, they suspend uh people's accounts, don't allow them to talk about something not consistent with Their fact check or mainstream media, we still can find the channels talk, and even there are corrupted things happened inside your government, your federal agencies, all like this. You still can find out the whistleblowers, and the whistleblowers can find the chance. Most of the times, they can find the chance to speak out, and you will see the feedback, like the public, the legislators, or some media to follow up. So still, yes. we can't get the opportunity to do something. Yes, I know this space is little, uh, it becomes narrow and narrow because they want to suppress your freedom. So they also want to change your rights uh, written in the Constitution. Uh, all the amendment maybe they want someone, want to change it or something. But still, what I can say is when we compare, like, U.S. president to the dictator country's president, there is significant difference. That is the space for brave people to fight. So that's the only thing we can do. But how to fight? How to fight without manipulated or used by your enemies? The thing is you have to understand your enemies' strategies. So the cognitive warfare, unrestricted warfare, that's something you have to understand carefully Examine the things you received to make the uh, correct judgment or proper judgment.
0: No, exactly right. That's an excellent point. And this is why Dr. Yen and I have this continued collaboration here because we're trying to bring an awareness to the American and global public as to what's the strategy being used here. How is cognitive warfare being conducted here? Because as it says in the book, unrestricted warfare, it uses a variety of different means, political, economic, and others, to achieve this here. And when I look here in the United States and we take a look at the timing, we take a look at the timing of this assault by Hamas. And I think there's some a sort of a force for the trees are being missed here. I think people are too myopic. They they're focusing on Israel, they're focusing on Palestine and Hamas. They're not stepping back and realizing This is part of a broader strategy and level of deception that not only involves China and Russia and Iran, but in my opinion, we have a Manchurian president who's fully compromised. And if you take a step back and you look at what was the fuller picture and environment happening before this attack, well, Biden's numbers are going down in the tank, okay? He was losing support across the United States here. He was having issues within his own party, okay, as they started to push back on the illegal aspects and the massive influx of illegals. And so there's a number of different areas of consternation for him. So the timing of the attack by Hamas wasn't just related to the the, uh, Yom Kippur War, okay? I believe it was also used as a distraction, a means to distract and take away attention from The weaponization of the systems in the United States by President Biden and his what I call the lemmings of the left in his cabinet, because uh, people couldn't forget that just just recently parents in the United States were labeled as domestic terrorists. President Biden just a week or two ago labeled all mega supporters as extremists and our own FBI just a week or so ago. also. Put out notice that they are looking at all mega supporters with potential for being violent extremists and domestic terrorists. But if you take a look at that and what's happening in Israel, okay, there are some parallels here in deception, in tactics and techniques that people must be aware of. These are not separate events. These are sequenced events, in my opinion. They're planned events, and they're very well thought out in terms of the actions now. And as Dr. Yen had noted, Palestinians and those in Hamas there, okay, those are necessary collateral damage. So they will sacrifice those people. Why? Because China and Russia get the win-win out of this. They get a second front. They take more weapons away from the United States. They take more money away from the United States. And they distract us completely away from Biden. But they also distract us completely away from these other issues. And so it's a huge level of deception. Dr. Yan, what are your thoughts on that on that uh those issues I just raised?
1: Uh I totally agree with you that people should not ignore the global situation, but just focusing on the thing in a very short uh side. So the thing is if you only care about the Gaza Strip, only look into that area, you definitely it's easy for you to be influenced by those propaganda and a lot of uh A lot of misinformation. However, I mean, based on our uh, intelligence from CCP, why it happened this time? One very uh, important reason is that Xi Jinping needs to distract America uh, military and America's uh, forces from uh, Taiwan area, South China Sea to Middle East because America has. uh, America has stated that you are capable to handle two big battles uh in different areas in the world, right? So Russia and China has already did a lot of things prepared for some attacks or whatever things around Japan. And Japan is US strong ally. And if US can be distracted to only focus on Japan and uh, Mid East while ignore Taiwan area and the South China Sea like Philippines right so they could do more things and that will be a very great um a very great uh, opportunity for Xi Jinping to do more things in that areas because currently they are exhausted or they feel stuck yeah so U.S people need to know this um in Israel and the Hamas this war is not just uh, a war between two uh, countries or between two groups or between Jewish and terrorists. It can happen anywhere just as long as CCP and Russia strategic needs this kind of war happen. It can happen in Israel. It also can happen in US because when this evil regime already prepared and look for the proper opportunity to destroy the free world, Whatever they can do to reduce the stress, to provide them more opportunity to achieve their goal, they will do it. So, currently, like the mysterious Chinese biomap in California, right? There are a lot of reagents, over 20 types of pathogens, and even the mouse, which they can use it to produce a lot of bioweapons to kill Americans. And also, they have people inside America, they have Spy balloons, you don't know except for the one you detected. There could be many others because we know China has released many. And also in Latino America, what will happen? Africa, Europe, even Australia, you don't know. It's just up to CCP and the Russia's plan. So the thing is, if you only focus on the point and if you only argue about things there, then you miss the whole picture.
0: Exactly right. This is where where Doctor Yen are trying to highlight to the audience is that there's a much broader game being played here. It's a very nefarious game. It's very evil, and it had multiple different fronts because they understand that most people can't digest and understand this, including our own Department of Defense and including our U.S. intelligence community, who, in my opinion, have to be completely overhauled because they're completely inept. And be able to compete in this cognitive war. As Dr. Yin mentioned about Taiwan, where's the focus now also shifting? It's concern about China invading Taiwan. Well, that's a big head fake, in my opinion. Why? Because they don't have to invade Taiwan. Because with the other tools Dr. Yin's talking about, they'll cause such a weakening in the US system internal to the US, the depletion of our weapon systems, the depletion of our funding that they don't have to worry about that. And they'll be able to subjugate Taiwan knowing they've undermined the United States and say, see, look what we did to the US. You're next, so now you must submit, right? And so what's interesting here that people also, I don't see, realize is that both China and Russia have economic issues. Economic issues and military supply chain issues, all right? China gets certain supplies from the US that they need essential for their military. Russia is trying to look to now where? North Korea to get military supplies. China's economic bubble is potentially going to burst. So what happens then is, well, for them to maintain control, they have to continue to sort of appease their people to some level of economic benefit. So then you can see why they're having all these different distractions. So let me give a quick scenario and get Dr. Yan's thoughts on this. The 2024 election is coming up here in the United States. The last election in 2016, we've seen a dossier used to subvert and do a soft coup against our United States president by our own intelligence agencies. In 2020, we saw right before that the Summer of Love, which was a practice run, in my opinion, for total anarchy. Now are we coming up on 2024? And what do we see? We've seen four years, it'll be four years of open borders. With different ISIS, Chinese and other insurgents and saboteurs opened the doors and easily allowed in. Now take a look at the statements of Antifa and BLM recently and their support of Hamas. All right. When you take a look at that, then you can figure China doesn't have to start a war in Taiwan. All China and Russia have to do is use the propaganda to further split the emotional cues between races in the United States and then use the emotional cues to start a political war with their leftist allies, Antifa, BLM, the cartels, and the Chinese insurgents. And so this is a very scary but real scenario, and they would leverage what they learned from what just happened in Israel. Dr. Yavian, what are your thoughts on, on that type of a scenario here in the United States?
1: Yes, sir. That, that's a very realistic scenario. And uh, what I want to say is there, there should be something we cannot imagine at this moment. But we should always know that this is unrestricted. So there is nothing can stop CCP to do the very, very, very evil thing. And the thing is, remember what they have written in the, uh, the, the Unrestricted Warfare, this book. They said you should do something beyond the military. Actually, what it means, it means as long as, because you know, U.S. military really is the most powerful force uh, all over the world. However, if they could force U.S. military do nothing, then they could use other force to do whatever they want because uh, except for U.S. military, I mean, the left part in the United States, your rule of law system, your people and your government agencies compared to the national power from Russia and China, they are kind of weak. So that's why these details of these military agents and the mysterious bio labs are put in the United States because inside U.S. you cannot use your military. So if you want a successful election this time, then before that, do your best to end the route, CCP, at least to highly reduce their power. If not, they are gaining the time and they will do more and more aggressive things to damage the United States.
0: Exactly, Dr. Yan. And what what, what she and I are trying to highlight here is the United States must... It's critical that we must move from a reactive to a proactive posture. So we must develop and implement a strategy to cause China, Russia, and these others to react. And third is we must not be distracted by these other things which are part of a broader plan. We must understand the forest, not just look at the trees. Dr. Yen, it's an enlightening discussion with you as we discuss China's unrestricted warfare here on the NASA Security Hour and how their doctrine can and does apply to their allies and other adversaries. I look forward to having you back on for further discussions here. Don't forget, don't forget to listen to the voice of Dr. Yen every weekday, Saturday and Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern on the American Out Loud talk radio network. As for me, I'm here on the NASA CR to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. I will go outside of the fog of the daily chaos to give you a strategic perspective on national security issues and speak truth to power, the power of we the people, so we together can best ensure the resilience and security of a republic. Thanks for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America.